Welcome to another episode of Zen Dependently Minded. If you are a new or returning listener, I hope you enjoy this episode. If you like what you hear and you're interested in more content and podcasts like this in the future, don't forget to search Zen Dependently Minded and share with all your friends. The world is in our hands. Let's do something with it. So today I'm going to be doing my first episode of Film Minded, which is another thing I'm going to be doing along with my normal podcasts, my MMA podcasts, and eventually soon going to start boxing podcasts. So this first one, I'm going to start off by reviewing the movie Joker. So if you haven't seen the movie, uh, I might have a few spoilers in here. Um, that's why I released the movie review about a week after I saw it. So just to give some time for people to watch it and just a mild spoiler warning. Joker is directed by Todd Phillips and it stars Joaquin Phoenix, Robert De Niro, and Zazie Beetz as the main characters. Just to explain brief plot synopsis. Um, Arthur Fleck is firing comedian, stand-up comedian. He works as a clown for a children's hospital, and he just gets thrown around, tossed out, shit on by society and by just the his coworkers, people he sees in public, people on the train station, and he's just treated like garbage. And it's just a slow character-building ascension film into the Joker that we know. Uh, and have loved for almost a century now. So I wanted to go over three things that I absolutely loved about the movie. Um, I'm going to be doing this for the same, going to follow the same format for all of my movie reviews and film-minded episodes. Three things that I absolutely loved about the movie. Number one, overall, best thing about the movie was the acting, of course. And not just by Joaquin Phoenix, uh, the actress who played his mom, um, Aunt Robert De Niro, played a really convincing, good talk show host. Even though, you know, Robert De Niro, everybody knows him, respects him for the movies he's done in the past. But And he could have just come on and been like, I'm Robert De Niro, I do what I want. But he came on and he played a convincing talk show host. I really enjoyed his parts in the movie. And he, he really played it well. He took some pieces from other famous talk show hosts and he kind of just enveloped his own character and he could actually be a talk show host if if he wanted to um so and then Joaquin Phoenix of course his his acting with the Joker uh playing Arthur Fleck it, it was just absolutely astonishing beautiful how passionate you could tell he was about this movie and I know he's really picky about his scripts so he really made this movie into his own uh, I don't think any other actor could have pulled this off. Um, it was just a deep look into the Joker and the Joker's backstory. And it's something that I've always wanted to know, being a big comic book fan. Um, and just the world has wanted to know. So I thought that the acting was absolutely superb and gets five stars for me as far as I'm concerned. Another thing that I wanted to talk about that I loved of the three things that I loved was the soundtrack. The score on this movie, guys, it's it's it just really sets the tone, really dark, really gets you kind of on the edge of your seat, but also wriggling around because you're like uncomfortable. It's gritty. It's just it's really dark and it makes you feel kind of a little bit of anxiety, um, a little bit of depression. If a movie could make you feel that way, if you get that invested in a soundtrack, um, 
I know Joaquin Phoenix said that the score was so inspiring in one part that he, it's what inspired him and was able to help him dance in that scene where he's on the stairs, the one that everyone's making memes of. But the score is um very, it was a very big surprising part of the movie that I didn't expect to be such a big, good um, driving factor into why the movie was so great, but it was. And the third thing that I loved the most is definitely going to be just the atmosphere. So the overall tone, the cinematography, um, the the use of colors, it, it's really showing how bleak and colorless time it is in Gotham at, um, at the time of the movie. Um, not a lot of colorful scenes. The most color thing is pro- colorful thing is probably Arthur Fleck's suit and his makeup. Um, just the the tone and the atmosphere of the movie was kind of set by the shots the angles and the score the soundtrack so it just felt dark it felt hopeless it felt kind of suffocating especially as things were starting to wear down on Arthur Fleck and those were basically the three things that I absolutely loved about the movie and usually I'm going to talk about um one thing at least I, that I didn't like and there might be more in the future I couldn't find anything about this. I thought the acting was superb, soundtrack was superb, atmosphere was superb, the pacing was perfect. Um, there, I've seen some people say that it was a slow movie, so, but to me it wasn't. I don't want to use slow. I want to say it, it took its time, it paced itself, and it just led up to one big bang, literally. And it was a character-building movie. It was not an action movie. There weren't martial arts cinematography or choreography none of that bs it was just a character building movie um and there wasn't a thing i didn't like about it another thing that i'm gonna do in a lot of my film-minded episodes and all of them if i can talk about my three favorite scenes and my least favorite scenes so the first of my favorite scene probably gonna be most everybody who watches its favorite scene is because it was kind of a guilty pleasure, feel-good scene. Was when Arthur gets, he, he kills those guys on the bus for the first time. Because you'd already, I think at this point, seen him get beat up three, this is the third time, I think. Um, when he's on the train and he can't stop laughing because those girls are harassing the girl. The guys are harassing the girl. And he's getting the shit beat out of him and then the gun goes off and I was like, holy shit. He has a gun with him. I forgot. I didn't expect that. I thought he was just going to get beat up, go home, punch the wall, whatever. Do what Arthur Fleck does. But he shot the guy and he fell. He shot the other dude and then one guy was running away as he shot at him. And I just, it felt like this is what they deserved. And a lot of people in Gotham in the movie felt the same way. They just felt that those rich dudes deserved it. And not because they were rich. I don't hate all rich people, but those guys were a-holes probably just drive their daddy's car and spend all the daddy's money so it was kind of a guilty pleasure scene but it really really basically arthur was sliding down a a slippery but kind of traction slope and after that he just sliding down he was going straight down um second favorite scene is probably the wayne family deaths um uh, I know a lot of people were saying, including the director and people who were included in the making of this film, were saying there's nothing to do with Batman, nothing to do with the DC Universe. Um, it's just its own standalone movie, and I liked, I expected it, 
but it was still surprising, and I liked how they included the Waynes, but didn't use it really as, like, a basis of the film. Bruce Wayne was not the star. He was barely in it. And just having the Waynes die at the end, the mom and dad die the way that we all know Batman's parents died, and having it kind of be directly related to the Joker's, to Arthur Fleck's decision-making, I thought that was genius. I loved it. It didn't do too much, and it kind of left it on a cliffhanger, set it up in the future for encounters between Arthur Fleck, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, and possibly Robert Pattinson's Batman. I would absolutely love to see those two cross paths, and I feel like they're destined to. Going to the my last favorite scene um, is going to be the arrest scene. When he's arrested, and he's just sitting in the back of the cop car, slowly driving by, admiring what his decisions have um, kind of caused an effect cause and effect of his decisions on Gotham. Um, it's like a riot. It looks like looks like a hockey team just lost in New York or Boston or there was a, an unarmed person was shot or something. There was just so much chaos and rioting and he just kind of admires it. And then the he gets crashed into and he escapes. But uh, I just loved seeing his expression, his face, just admiring the chaos and seeing how people finally respected him even though they didn't know who he was uh as as far as least favorite scenes go i didn't have one my least favorite scene was when the movie ended um but the last thing i'm going to go over is just things that surprised me and i had already mentioned it before earlier in this episode thing that surprised me the most was how changing and moving um the score was the soundtrack it was it was beautiful and hats off to whoever made the soundtrack i'll have to give him credit in the description of this episode but i think he deserves an oscar unless there's a a more moving soundtrack or score in the future for the rest of 2019 but i don't see that pulling off i don't see anyone pulling that off and finishing up i'm going to give it a rating so my rating scale is going to be pretty simple for my movies it's going to go from bad to best Um, The worst is going to be unwatchable, then bad, mediocre, good, great, and then classic. And for Joker, directed by Todd Phillips, I give it a classic. Thank you so much to everybody who has been listening to my podcast and taking time out of their day to give me some listens. I've been looking at sponsorship options, but I'm going to wait until I get a little bit bigger before I go that route and see how that goes. Thank you to everybody who's supported and tuned into this episode of Film Minded. Stay tuned for more podcasts and content in the future. And don't forget, the world is in our hands. Let's do something with it.